Hi there, this is episode 45. Today I'm answering the question, what can I do about separation anxiety? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. This is Danae. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to the Simple Families podcast, this is a question and answer style show. If you have a question you want to submit, you can leave that at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. Today, I'm taking a question from Hope in Lennonburg, Massachusetts. Hope writes, my 15-month-old is in a pattern of backbending crying whenever I need to take something out of his hands. When we come in from outside, when I change his diaper, and when he wants to be held by me, which is pretty constant. I'm a full-time working mom outside of the home, and according to his daycare providers, he isn't this sensitive in their care. My husband is also often surprised at how differently our son behaves with me compared to when it's just the two of them. My approach has been to offer him verbal or physical comfort as needed, time, and distraction to something else. But I'm interested in your feedback and suggestions on how to handle his often intense reactions. Thanks for your question, Hope. Separation anxiety and big feelings out of young toddlers have a way of making you feel very loved and very crazy all at the same time. I have a 14-month-old, so I know this very well right now. Hope you said that you're a full-time working mom, and while there are many benefits of being a full-time working mom, one of the things that you might struggle with is that when you pick your son up from daycare, he is on a different page than you are on. When you come home from work in the evenings and on the weekends, you're probably in unwind mode. You're ready to relax and you take it easy. But he, on the other hand, is probably in wind up mode. He's been missing you and he's been saving up these big feelings and emotions for you. Lucky you, huh? If you think about the times that you have disagreements and arguments and fights with the people in your lives... Most of the time, it's going to be with the people that you care about the most, the people that you have the biggest feelings for. So whether it's your close family members or your close friends, if you think back about the biggest conflicts that you've had, those are probably the people that you've had those conflicts with. Our love has a way of making us more emotionally charged, and this includes for kids too. So by giving him lots of verbal and physical comfort hope, I think you're on the right track. Give him lots of big hugs to help him calm down and try not to stress about spoiling him right now. This is a really tough age. With my 14-month-old, I don't hesitate to throw her into the carrier to snuggle up for a few minutes when she needs it, particularly during the witching hour between 5 and 7 p.m. I find that that becomes particularly crucial. Around 15 months, there's a big developmental leap, particularly when it comes to separation anxiety. I think the best way to explain separation anxiety is picturing a mother duck and her ducklings. If you've ever seen a mother duck walking around, her ducklings line up behind her and stay very close to her. The reason that they do is that they have evolved as a species to learn that they need to stay close to their mother for nurturing, for food, and for safety. Those little ducklings have separation anxiety, and the separation anxiety is what keeps them close and what keeps them safe. It's this feeling and this compulsion to stay close to their mother at all times. 
And I truly believe that the human species also experiences the same sort of pull and drive in very young children. Separation anxiety tends to peak between 15 and 18 months. And one of the thoughts around that is that that's around the time that they have mastered walking, the time that they have the physical ability to wander off on their own. Therefore, separation anxiety serves a purpose. It serves to keep the child close to the mother, to keep them safe, to keep them fed, to keep them warm. It's not something that you're doing wrong. It's not something that your kid is doing wrong. It's just a human trait. It's a human characteristic that occurs around this age. That being said, it can still drive you a little bit bonkers. My first suggestion is to stay calm. Make sure that you check your body language and your demeanor because children are sponges and this includes of our emotions. They suck in and absorb all of our emotions that we're giving off. So try to stay calm. If this separation anxiety and the fussing that goes on stresses you out, which is completely understandable, it's enough to stress anyone out, it's often reflected in your body language. So try to take a lot of deep breaths and try to manage your stress so that it doesn't rub off on your child. When it comes to transitions, like coming in from outside or changing his diaper, make sure that you're talking, lots of talking. Even though kids don't say that much at this age, they're understanding so much. So by explaining what comes next, all right, in one more minute, we're going to go inside. All right, in one more minute, I'm going to change your diaper. Giving them some anticipation of what's going to happen next will help them to start to rein in those emotions. Always be talking and always be explaining what's going on, what's coming next, and what just happened. We know that lots of talking and lots of communication helps to stimulate language development in kids. And it also can help to ease them when they're anxious. Because they're not of an age that they can ask questions yet, but there's still a lot that they're wondering. There's still a lot that they're confused about in their environments. So the takeaway for today is that separation anxiety has a way of making moms feel very loved and very crazy. But if you stay calm, your calmness will rub off on your kids. And use lots of talk and lots of language to help your children through transitions. Even if they're not talking much yet, they're really starting to understand what you're saying. Separation anxiety in young children is completely normal, so you're not doing anything wrong. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. This is how you can join the email list, which is the best way to stay in touch. Get updates from the blog, the podcast, and what's going on in the community. Have a good one.